Hello! Welcome back to the Friends of Zeus podcast. This is episode 63, 62? 63. 63, like I said. Um, let me uh, take care of the business real quick. Uh, tonight, it's just us guys, Tom, Jack, and Mike. We like to call him Brandon sometimes. Um, my name is Zeus, of course. And uh, you can find us on, uh, under Friends of Zeus Podcast, you can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, Rumblings on Rumble, and have I missed YouTube? Yeah, YouTube would be one that I should mention. And I think that is it for now. Um, tonight's show, we're going to talk about uh, the real world Iron Man, Mr. Elon Musk. Um, this is Tom's baby, but I think we're all kind of Elon centric. So this should be a fun one. Um, so Tom, why don't you uh, take the reins? All right. Well, thank you. And I'm Tom. That was Zeus. We should introduce ourselves every now and then. I don't think we do that enough. But I'm uh, I'm the sporty one. I'm Michael. <laughs> I like long walks on the beach and uh, go to the movies. Yeah, I'm Jack. I like psych nurses. <laughs> I love psych nurses. <laughs> You're the only one. Wow. So I have a. I'm going to steal a line from Mike and say, I didn't put together any slides tonight. It was the cutest thing when he told John Paul, <laughs> he said, John, we normally do slides, but we don't have any slides. We normally, we normally have a huge production value. We got trained giraffes. I, I didn't put a together down any show. slides for yeah. Elon Musk, but I figured we can just talk about it. He's in the news. Everybody knows what's going on. Yeah. Uh, Elon Musk. Yeah, that's that's Michael right there. Yeah, the guy behind Michael. That looks like a, um, a mashup of Elon and uh, Leonardo mm. DiCaprio. Mm -hmm. but, the younger yeah. Elon. That's a younger Elon. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he looks a little different there. But um, so anyway, yeah, Elon's uh, trying to take over Twitter. So I just wanted to talk about that, get everybody's thoughts. And then we could get into the background of Elon. Obviously, he's then behind me in this picture is the Gigafactory that just opened uh, today, I think, down in Texas. He's dealing with artificial intelligence. He's got SpaceX going. He's got satellites over the Ukraine providing internet for them. He's got uh, nanotechnology. Oh, my gosh. What else is he doing? He's into uh, he, Tesla he wants, electric cars. He wants one-on-one man-to-man hand uh, or hand-to-hand -hand combat with uh, Vladimir Putin, which I think is he'd get his ass handed to him, but I still think I it's think, cool. Yeah, Putin would kick his ass, I think. Yeah, Putin, Putin's like a black belt in judo or something. I mean, he's, he's a legit badass. He is a real James Bond villain. Funny thing about Elon, I was reading a little bit of his background. So when he started his very first company, uh, I think it was like 12, 18 years old or something, he started it with his brother. And um, whenever they came to a point where they couldn't agree on what to do next and they had to make a, a decision, they would wrestle for it. Mm. <laughs> it was just him and his brother. Like Greco-Roman style, completely naked <laughs> and in oil. Just, <laughs> awesome. They would wrestle to decide what, 
what path uh, the company should take next. <laughs> yeah, so he might have some fighting skills himself. Maybe he could take on Putin. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I mean, well, no. Putin doesn't let anyone close enough to him. So no, he's got this KGB guy. Yeah. yeah, I still think Putin would would kill him. How old is Putin? Is he like seventy? No, I don't think so. Well, I don't know. He's got like three hundred and forty. He's like, did you guys ever hear the story? Right after he came on the scene, he had a he had his wife was being interviewed. No, this is not a tangent. This is not a tangent. His <laughs> wife was already. being interviewed. I got to look this up. And she said something about him being a vampire, like completely straight face. Who Putin? No, Putin's wife was telling this reporter that Putin was actually a vampire. <laughs> and she she pretty much vanished. Like, you don't ever, ever see her. He keeps her, like, locked in a Coffee mansion Bob, somewhere. Sarcophagus. <laughs> yeah. But there's video of it somewhere out, you know, in Russia. And she's like, oh, he's a vampire. It's like, Pia. Um, anyway. Maybe she meant to say, like, bloodsucker. I mean, because it's kind of a derogatory thing. Oh, that guy's yeah. a bloodsucker. Not necessarily, maybe it translated as vampire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, so Twitter. So, what do you guys think of this thing? Uh, so, Elon's trying to take over Twitter, as everybody knows. He, first, he started out, he bought like uh, 9% of the Twitter stock, which kind of put him at the top, the highest uh, stock owner of Twitter, which gave him, then they invited him onto the board. He very smartly declined that so that they gave him the option to do a hostile takeover. Then Twitter came back and they did basically, they want to do a poison pill. They're rejecting his offer. They're threatening to do a poison pill so that he can't easily do the takeover. But uh, Elon says he's got a plan B. Uh, we don't know exactly what that is yet. But, um, but the whole, uh, the, I guess the, the crux of the matter is why does he want to buy Twitter uh, and what does he plan to do with it? And why do people at Twitter and the people on the left not want him to buy Twitter? So what do you guys think? Um, well, I, I, I sent a uh, link to you guys earlier in it, and it sounded like the most reasonable answer is that he, I think, is a fan of free speech because he says whatever the hell he wants. And he wants, I mean, this is a little haughty, but really feel like he wants to save the world in a way, you know, and like, and like, I don't think he likes what's going on and he wants to, you know, open up better channels of communication because, you know, whether, whether you're Republican or Democrat, um, eliminating a large, one of those groups is not really getting good discourse out there. And I think that's what he's going for. I mean, Maybe I'm giving him too much credit, but I, I don't get bad guy off of him ever. I've never, ever gotten like piece of garbage vibes off of him. He seems to be a legitimately, interestingly cool guy, but who knows? Maybe he's the devil. Well, I, I think he's a, I think he's a futurist. I mean, he's someone that is, you know, forward looking and he has, you know, earned the means uh, to to put his ideas into action. I mean, if you look at SpaceX and the with Starship that he, which is you know, sixty percent again longer than the space shuttle. I mean, it's a big vessel. You know, and he's building that mission specific to get people to Mars. 
Um, you know, when back when he started Tesla with the original Roadster, you know, people were like, this is, this is stupid. And before, I mean, he started, uh, he started PayPal, I believe. Isn't that where he made his, I think that's where he made his original. No, it was like a, um, it was a program or software to handle the money transactions. And I think PayPal PayPal? bought that from him. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So, I mean, I don't, he is, again, he is forward looking. He's, he, I tend to believe him at face value because he, mm-hmm. he says what he means, even though he, he does stumble sometimes because, you know, he, he's a character, right? I mean, he is the, he's his own brand. I mean, a lot of, he is the Tesla brand. If he just sold all of his stake in Tesla and didn't care anymore, people, would, not as many people would buy Teslas. I mean, it's just, they like, they like him. And, um, you know, SpaceX, you know, you got Bezos and you've got the, the guy, the Virgin Galactic guy, you know, they're all about like space. Like that guy. What's his name? Branson. Branson. No, he's cool. He's a cool guy too. Um, you know, they're looking at like space tourism. They're just looking at, they're, they're thinking so small. I mean, he's like Mars, yeah. you know, and, right. and the thing that I, I love thinking about if he goes to Mars, there's what laws i mean he could literally become like king of a planet or whatever i mean i'm, I'm just saying that it's not like the geneva convention goes to mars i don't think but anyway i think he got whole... into a spat with um bill nye the science guy about trying to terraform mars remember that mm. like a year or two i don't ago. remember it now he was saying we could go there we could terraform it kind of make it livable yeah and bill nye was like no that, that you can't do that yeah, I mean, who's Bill Nye? I like Bill Nye. Let's leave him alone. <laughs> so anyway, so I, I do take him at face value. I think I don't think he's buying Twitter to to dump it and destroy it, but no, I, I wouldn't so. put it past if they if they really there's no reason he shouldn't um be able to take it over. And and I I I kind of have a quibble with the hostile takeover definition because and again, I'm not a finance expert, but I thought typically a hostile takeover is where you have a company, say it's trading at $10 a share and it's in trouble and there's an anticipated sell-off. And so they come in and they say, I'll buy everything, you know, for $7 a share or something. Yeah. You know, they try to get it at a deal. Whereas he's offering a premium you yeah. know he's offering he's 30 generous offer yeah. generous offer and you know just from just from a fiduciary fiduciary standpoint i think they're kind of obligated to take it if they don't i think there's gonna be a lot of lawsuits this this could drag out for a while but i, I think we win hmm? i interrupt with I a question yeah how many shares do you need to be in on the shareholder vote because I've got a stock where I, I think I've only got like one or two shares on Robinhood that, where they give you like a free share of a certain stock. And I'm getting like messages about the, sh- the next shareholder meeting. And if you own a share, my you, vote. Yeah, you can vote, I believe. Which is one share. <laughs> so I, I, don't I buy know if one share of Twitter, I'll get to vote. At yeah, whether or I think not it's weighted I by shares. I think it's weighted. Oh, I see. It's weighted, but I would yeah. still get a vote. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Well, they were so somebody was talking about like fiduciary negligence, like if they don't take his offer, 
that that could be right. illegal. So you can make a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. Um, He's really exposing. He is exposing, which we all have known, but the the fantasy that there is not this ideological tilt. You know that there's not this. It, it's not just partisanship. It's like they're you know the media big tech is just trying to erase a certain point of view. This is fully exposing it. It's already been exposed, but it's exposing it even even more. I think I think his desire is to take Twitter back to what it was originally sold as. You know, I mean you guys are you guys remember when the internet was fun, right? Like the late 90s, early aughts, when it was just like you know, people were going to Zombo.com, like, oh, this is so cool. And, like, you could just do whatever. I think, you know, he came up, he's about our age, right? Probably yeah. close, yeah. So he came up during that time. I mean, the time where it's like the Internet is egalitarian. It's totally, free, you know, it's free and open and everything goes and all this stuff. And then it just went off the rails. And I think, again, we were talking before about, you know, our generation and our approach to technology and everything versus, say, a younger generation that was born into this, they don't know what they don't know. They don't know. They don't, they weren't there. They don't understand how cool and free and open and groovy it was. So it really, Elon is really was. Yeah. I, I don't know if it was Elon all that free and open. I mean, you remember like it, the Internet Explorer and their battle with Netscape and... But I mean, I'm talking about... Comp yeah, that is correct. Yeah, and it wasn't like hippies but even the hippies weren't the hippies but i'm it just saying the content, let's not mislead the young people <laughs> I, i'm just saying the content wise it was it was all it was fun and now it's like a knife it's like a back alley knife fight right well, I mean, it mirrors the rest of society i think yeah it mirrors like the cable news it mirrors cable the movies everything well what it did i mean what social media what what the internet allowed is social media. And what social media allows is social interaction without consequence and without being physically in the same room with somebody. So it allows, you know, again, anonymity. It allows me to, you know, make fun of someone or, or down talk them without having to worry about any immediate repercussions, things like that. But, and it's become incredibly powerful in uh in shaping in shaping narratives and more i would say more by exclusion than by what it promotes i mean i really i, I really think that our media and, and and big tech in in general it's it's real power is the power to not talk about stuff <laughs> sorry okay so <laughs> But anyway, I don't think he has any evil intent with it. And again, I'm not super into Twitter and I'm not super into Elon. So, but just looking at it, I, I, I don't think he's trying to destroy it. The big reveal there was the, and I guess it, got, it harkens back to our John Paul Mac Isaac episode was the Hunter Biden laptop uh, at the tail end of 2020 and how uh, big tech shut that down and kicking mm -hmm. Trump off of, I mean, a, a setting president and kicking him off of uh, Twitter and Facebook. And that really got a lot of people's attention. Um, and I think that's one of the reasons why Musk is making this push 
to purchase Twitter because we've got a, he and they, and they accuse him of being a, an absolutist in terms of free speech. And I don't know what that means exactly. I don't think he, they, Twitter really would be allowing every single comment and, and everything. But you've got to get back to more of, of a fair ground for right. everyone. Well, Here's what I think he's looking for with this. I think he's looking for, I don't even think he's looking for the name Twitter. Um, I think he's looking for the infrastructure. I think he's looking to buy something that's already there, uh, twist it around to, or that's not the right word, manipulate it to his, his, what he, his, he feels his needs are. And I do, I still very much do think that he is going for something where people can be a little more free about what they talk, talk about and not be constantly censored. Yeah. That's my guess. I mean, he wants to buy a car or he wants to buy all the chassis, the engine and all that, and then just change the change, you know, what the car looks like. You know what I mean? That's, that's what I get from this. Um, and I think that that Twitter right now, they're in bed with people that might be a little more insidious is probably too strong of a word. But I think that they that the current leadership of Twitter is probably more politically focused and likes the the control that they have. I think that they could just as easily if they felt that it was profitable, you know, turn on a dime and become like the, you know, the other side of things. Right yeah. now though, for what it's worth, it seems like they're very, they're very focused on shutting the, the right down. And again, I'm not, I'm not a big right guy, but I also don't think that that's at all cool. You, you need to hear from everybody. If you don't, then you're only, you're, you're just getting one point of view. I think... There does have to be some moderation. I mean, I've seen a lot of, if you've been on Parler and some of these other sites, there's a lot of craziness. And, you know, you, there's statistics like the, um, the one on Facebook where it said like 19 out of every 20 religious posts are coming from Eastern Europe. From a, There's like a farm, an internet farm over there where they just generate this stuff and for whatever purpose they have and there's a lot of misleading junk and stuff coming from russia where they're trying to make one side trying to pit us against each other so i don't mind if there's some kind of moderation i don't think you can just allow everything like the wild west you have to look at where it's coming from if there's like fake identities fake names that's why Donald Trump always had the real Donald Trump as his Twitter handle because somebody else was using Donald Trump or people will try to, you know, I think there's, you got to moderate all that garbage as best you can, but not, like you said, it's a fine line between just kind of not oh. allowing people to speak freely. If someone wants to say that, um, and I don't know if we want to get into this again, the, the vaccine or that the coronavirus came from a lab or that it didn't. I mean, why can't they just say that? Which it likely I mean, did. Yeah. I mean, why, I'm going for the, or the Hunter Biden laptop. If you believe that it's, it's real or if you don't believe that, why can't you just say that? I mean, yeah. 
So well, I mean, that's where it gets crazy. I think, and Tom, to your point, I mean, mod, it's all in, in, in words are important. So moderation and moderating, um, it's sort of like a referee. So the, if, you, if you're moderating a conversation, whether it's in real life, social media or whatever, like say in a debate forum, um, the rules have to be transparent and they have to apply, have to apply equally uh, to everybody based on those rules. Just like in our society, we have the rule of law. If you're speeding in a speeding zone, you get and you get pulled over by a cop and you, you get a ticket. It's not like, well, if you're driving a GM product, it's okay. But if you're driving Ford or Chrysler, look how old I am, I'm naming those companies. But anyway, um, so it's gotta be transparent. It's gotta be uh, known. Um, but I think when people think, when people say moderation, they want to keep off the people that are just, um, you know, shit posting, like people that are just like all caps, screaming, whatever. I mean, stuff that just, it, it, it worsens the conversation. It's like people just skip by it. They don't want to deal with it. Okay. That type of moderation I can get with, but there should not be, um, moderation, on you. moderation, you know, I mean, and, and when people say, well, we have to protect people from misinformation or disinformation. I fear the people who are trying to protect me from misinformation way more than I fear misinformation itself. Like I can figure out the difference, you know, between, between that. And people shouldn't be relying on these sites for facts anyway. I don't know how we got to that, that expectation. Like I've never expected that since I was a kid. I mean, you know, when the internet started, no one believe, you know, don't believe everything you see and all this stuff. And somehow now the, the, they say that the expectation is it has to all be like a hundred percent real. You're net, it's impossible. You're never going to get that. There, I mean, especially now we have deep fakes, all that crazy technology going on. The thing with Twitter, even though it's not even, uh, I don't know that the majority of people in the world use Twitter. It's probably a minority of people. It's just that it's so fast. It's that it can get that wave going. Like in, in like 10 minutes, it can be all over the world. And that's why it's so powerful. I mean, no one's picking up the New York Times and reading it all over the world, you know, like right away. It takes a few days. But Twitter, it's like that. It's everywhere. So... <clears throat> I think uh, uh, something that I don't know if we've ever discussed it, but I don't even like the term social media because in the world we grew up in, media meant the news. And the news should not be socially based. It shouldn't be based on where we come from. It should be based on the news. And, 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 I find it interesting that, so when you call it social media, you kind of, you're saying we're the news, but we're not the news, but we're going to deliver the news and, and tell you how things are. And then you can, you know, just go with us or not. But it, it's a very interesting choice of words, social media. Um, yeah. well, I, think I don't think like media it's, necessarily means news. 
Um, yeah. It's associated with news a lot, but it could mean just anything. And I think the social, it's just a matter, social just means you can talk to other people through this media. But you I know, think, I but I think that they knew, they, you know, they knew that a large portion of the people that are consuming this do think of media as the news. That's so what it was we choreographed up. from the beginning. Yeah. When they coined that term. Well, I think social media, you know, again, it, when it began, when it was fun, um, you know, it's, it's cat videos and people taking pictures of their lunch oh, and yeah. and people from the high dancing school baby remember the dancing baby the dancing the baby from ally mcbeal yeah and, nice. I, and then uh you know the the people that were like looking up their high school uh high school classmates to see who was a you know failure and who you know had a new porsche or whatever i mean it was all this like that was the social aspect. The thing that really turned all this and what made Facebook such a powerful and Twitter such a powerful force and kind of like setting the narrative is news feeds. And again, this is where it gets into the power of, of exclusion. So people that were looking at their cat videos or, you know, seeing who their high school flames new husband look what he looks like and whatever like all this stalk, cyber stalking stuff whatever somewhere between all of that uh twitter and facebook start saying hey you know here's cbs news you know special report about this this is this happened in the world today and da 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 da, da. and then like your friends new things will show up in your news feed but then like hard news will show up in your news feed and what they they didn't necessarily pay for this. I mean, that's a whole other show, but you know, as far as like the Facebook really got away um, with a long time, just using this, this journalism for free and, you know, for their users and not paying the newspapers, but the power to exclude it's now the people who are deciding and the algorithms that are deciding what news stories Zeus sees come up in his Facebook feed. That's where the worm turns. And I'll tell you one thing, it is what was he putting it's not, mayonnaise on? Yeah, it's not um it's not a wide range of viewpoints, put it that way. And that's really when people talk about the issue of social media, it's this, it's the it's the Twitters and the Facebooks with the legacy media that is hand in glove with the Democrat Party. You know, where you have Jen Psaki, who's a spokesperson, who's going to MSNBC, people from CBS enter the administration. And again, this happens on the Republican side as well. But this, this media and kind of like political elite hand in glove, and now they've got the social media that can filter and just push what their message is and exclude other stories. And it's immensely yeah. powerful, man. I, it's I don't understand powerful. how Saki can be. She she's already at MSNBC, but she's still acting as the, the yeah, spokesperson. The, Isn't that a the, conflict? <laughs> I don't know if she has actually signed paperwork with MSNBC yet. Does but either way, did. it's still a con. Whether she has or hasn't, it's still a conflict of interest. I mean, and here's the, the so here's the yeah. key question, and let me pose this to you guys. Um, so is Twitter a public forum 
for speech because this is really the crux of the matter because if you twitter it keeps saying that they're not a public forum they're a private company therefore they don't have to uh, uh, grant free speech to everybody well, i have, yeah. have been arguing for years that twitter is a public forum and so is uh, facebook because you know we don't have the town square anymore the, in the like we had in the old days this is where people are going you you see official news posts from uh, public figures not only uh, celebrities but uh, politicians governors senators they post things from there so to me this is 100% a public forum and therefore it's the free speech has to be protected on that uh, medium but w- what do you guys think yeah i mean there, there's a back and forth with with between the government and facebook i mean there's this again this isn't a conspiracy theory there have been meetings many 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 dozens and dozens and dozens maybe a hundred over the years between back when sergey and the other guy was still at google um with the administration whatever it was at that time mark zuckerberg coming to DC. I mean, this guy comes to the White House more often than than anybody. So there is collusion that's been going on, and they it is an arm. And to your point, Tom, yes, it's like, and this is the the whole thing about the Section Two Hundred and Thirty regulation: is it a platform or is it a publisher? And now they are saying that they're a platform and that they're just anyone can get on and post whatever. But that's not true. I can't get on. I can't post whatever. So they are a publisher. They are exercising editorial control over what is on their platform, their system, which makes them a publisher, which makes them liable for, you know, all kinds of stuff. But they're still, everyone's pretending that they're a platform. They should be a platform. That's what, I think that's what Musk wants. I think that's best for everybody. <clears throat> but they're kind of getting the best of both worlds. They're they're getting the protections of a platform, but they're behaving as a publisher. They're behaving with editorial intent. I think um, this is another one of my the power of language arguments. Is that again? I, and I know I just I don't want to harp on what I was saying, but when you call it media, we they they change they've changed what media means. It's no longer Walter Cronkite, Dan Rather, Ted Koppel, uh, you know, newsmen. John Stewart. John Stewart, fuck you. John Stewart. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'll stick by that. But um, actually, he went kind of basket case recently, I think. So maybe I I take that back. But um, I think when you change what media means to society you change it's it's drastic it 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 causes it has bad effects because now we look at that as our source like i'm not gonna lie i go to facebook every once in a while i don't go to get my news but i go to see what's being talked about you know um i i mean my like with our last episode on redonda vaught i saw that and found it interesting and i'm glad we we touched on it because i think it's going to be it's going to have a massive effect on the medical industry 
at least is from, you know, nurses standpoint. So did I use social media to see what, you know, to tap the vein of society and see what's flowing? Yeah, but I didn't get my news from it. You know, I went to whatever the sources were. And then we went one level, we went one level more and, and it was great. We got some other people that have been paying attention to this and we talked about it. Mm -hmm. That's, but, but we're on this show, you know, in relation to what we've talked about earlier, like, what are we? We're pragmatists. Um, it's, it's, this is a real problem. Like, that's a real problem. And, and, and I'm not going to go tangent on it, but everything is, <laughs> everything is read between the lines right now. And a lot of people don't want to read between the lines. And I think Elon Musk taking over Twitter is going to make us not have to read between the lines as much. I, I really feel like he's going to put a little balance in there. People do. I don't know why everybody says nobody's paying attention to Twitter anymore because two years ago, all we were hearing was about was tweets. So it's still, it's still valid. The problem is, is that it's sullied and it's dirty and it needs to be more crisp and clean and, and provide us with sources to go to, not necessarily provide us with the news, but kind of lead us to say this is what you should be looking at. I mean, I really dig this guy. Um, you know, I think he's like, uh, you know, like my picture in the background. I think he's the he's the modern day. <laughs> I think he's the modern day Iron Man. I mean, he's a futurist. That's what Tony Stark was. He does a. I think there's a lot of stuff to be said for him outside of just this social media thing. The guy, he's, I mean, one of my favorite things that he did recently was he gave internet to the Ukraine, man. They blasted it out and he said, screw that. I'm going to drop a few, you know, Wi-Fi towers out there. Well, it wasn't, so it's, um, the name is escaping me right now, but Starlink. it's hit. What? I think it's called Starlink. Starlink, right. It's his low earth orbit, you know, thousands of sad satellites, I think. It would be like 12,000 satellites eventually. But the interesting thing is, yeah, he he concentrated and opened it up because it's a pay it's a pay service. You can it's probably like five, six hundred bucks, I think, to buy into it. You have to get the, the dish and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, you can use it all over the world. You don't need you don't need to have, I mean, if, if we lose power, as long as you still have a way to power your your phone in a system, you can still get internet. It's not, you're not going to be relying on like Fios or, you know, a wire coming into your house, which is great. But when he provided that for Ukraine, and not, no one really picked up the story, but people were calling on him to, um, edit, to, to make sure that Russian propaganda uh, was, was not available. And he was like, free speech is free speech, man. Like, he's like, I'm just providing it. And, and so, he, you know, he is kind of a true believer in that regard for it. You know, I mean, he opened it up, but Russia is still able to get their own. In other words, Russia can use it for their own communications. I mean, part of the reason why, you know, when Russia first came in or came in, they didn't immediately start destroying that stuff because they needed it for their own logistics. You know, it wasn't until it kind of, the worm turn became more to their advantage to do so. But anyway, um, 
you know, like, I mean, yeah. Here's the thing. He, you know, for all it's worth, America, I, you know, I love America. We were doing nothing. And this guy went in and fixed it yeah. on his own dime. He was like, this is unjust. And I get what you're saying, but, but here's, here's the thing. And this is sad. We've talked about it before, but we're so dependent on this, this internet thing. And we've lost our ability to, to gather information without it. Um, so in the, at the end of it all, what he did was he gave Ukrainians the ability to know what, what, know what was going on. And, and at least again, I hate to say it, but read between the lines and figure out what was going on. Um, which I think is just massive. I think it was altruistic. I mean, yeah, he looks like a hero at the end of it all, but, but I still think, you know, that's got to put a few, you know, I'm sure he walks outside and looks for red dots on his chest. You know what I mean? He's I'm making sure. To, I'm yeah. He's making enemies. So, I'm trying to figure out what he's, I was trying to, and I think you alluded to it, Zeus. What could he possibly do with Twitter beyond it just being social media? I'm trying to think, is he trying, does he want to like integrate it into his Tesla's or use it with you know, nanotechnology or those uh, VR glasses? Or I'm trying to think, you know, what is he, does he just want this just to, just to provide free speech, kind of like the thing with Starlink, where he's just doing a good deed, or does he have some plan? Do you guys think he has some other plans for what think, he could use Twitter for? Well, I mean, one, he is, again, he is a futurist. He, he believes in the inherent goodness of humanity, right? Um, I really believe that, too. Which, which, you know, again, these days can get you labeled all kinds of things. This is a whole lot. This is a tangent. You know, he's he's called all kinds of names. He's definitely more of a libertarian than anything. But yeah. there is this definite uh, split in our society where that I've seen, at least I, I haven't come up with a name for it yet. But people that tend to be more uh, believers in personal liberty and and concern the governed and, you know, classical constitutional ideas tend to uh, like their fellow humans a lot more than people that are more into authoritarianism and totalitarianism and Marxism tend to have a very low opinion of their fellow people. So anyway, he, he's definitely the former in that. But I think for Twitter, this guy has 80 some million followers, right? Trump, I think uh, at his peak was around 80 million. So I think Trump at the time was the largest, had the largest following on Twitter, I believe. So, the reason we're talking about Elon Musk and a lot of his brand and a lot of his cachet and his power, if you will, or whatever, his relevance in our culture comes from Twitter. If it wasn't for Twitter, uh, we wouldn't know, you know, he wouldn't have been challenging Putin. We wouldn't have known about that necessarily. It allows him, it allows him a way to kind of communicate. People with can people. relate to him. Uh, and people can relate to him. And there are Elon Musk super fans out there, man. This guy's a call to personality. No question mm -hmm. about it. I mean, no question about it. So I think that's the other reason he likes it is it's it, it's what his whole thing is built on right now. 
That's his way of communicating with people. Primarily. Is there any nefarious purpose that you can uh, fathom or? I think, I think he saw the writing on the wall that if he, if someone, if something doesn't change, he was going to be off of it. Right. And from a business standpoint, he can't, ha- he, that can't happen. So, yeah. you know, if they can take the president of the United States off, you know, all it's going to take, look, he is rash. Elon Musk is rash to a degree. Um, uh, like a normal person. I don't think he's crazy. I mean, but he's, you know, whatever. I mean, he went on Joe Rogan uh, when he was being under the magnifying glass of the SEC and he was like smoking a joint. Like that's, I mean. kind of badass. He's kind of badass in that regard. So, you know, he, he, I think he felt that he needs Twitter and and I think he saw that he was going to be leaving. He he was going to get kicked off. Yeah. eventually he's, he's a capitalist obviously and mm-hmm. yeah so this trend towards socialism and communism if so if he gets kicked off of twitter and you can't and uh, people that think have his way of thinking are getting kicked off of twitter trump was a businessman as well yeah um i mean i yeah, think that is dangerous last, for the future he's like the great white hope or he's the devil because i've said it before the devil's going to charm you he's not going to come out with a mm. pitchfork and a you know, and you know, split feet. He's but gonna make you like him. So the, the way I see it, I mean, like I said, we said this before. It's like I didn't, you know, Twitter doesn't want me. They don't. I mean, I see these stories like um, this is a little bit of a tangent, but this whole Washington Post story that came out like yesterday or today, this this uh, tech reporter who doxed the woman that runs. Oh. Yeah. Libs of TikTok or whatever like that. Anyway, so it's 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 all over Twitter. And so I'm seeing like you want you read a news story and it's got Twitter links embedded in it because that like to what yeah. Zeus was saying earlier, or you Tom, that's like that's Fox the notorious for it. I can't stand it. Like their entire Doers? stories is just like tweet, Who? tweet, tweet, and that's their Who? news. Who? Fox. Fox. Oh fo- yeah, yep. Um so I like I clicked on the thing just to see like okay what's this woman Lorenz what she's saying, but I can't participate in that conversation because I'm not allowed on Twitter because you know <laughs> I thought that there was a lab leak back in spring of 2020. Anyway. The, those paywalls as well like uh, yeah New York Times I think does it. You click on the story and then it's like well, if you want to read more. Yeah, you gotta buy New York Times or or the or the ones and whatever all of them do this where they're like. This, and this amazing video showing blah, blah, blah. And you click on the story, and there's no link to any video. It's like, what right. are you guys doing, man? <laughs> Again, crazy. Fox does that on their yeah. app. Their app needs to be up- upgraded. Oh, I'm not even, I don't even use their app, but I probably should. Um, I have not used Twitter. Here's the interesting thing. I have not used Twitter at all. Like, I don't use it at all. If he, if he buys it, I'm going to be using the hell out of it. That's that's how powerful a personality he is. It's like, and again, like you said, he doesn't give off this insincerity at all. I, I um, I'll, um, I'll refer to a um. There was a video where he was like talking to like the smartest man in China. Hey, Michael. Um, the smartest man in China who doesn't live in China. Oh, you so you saw it. You saw the video. No, no, I didn't. I'm just saying yeah. whoever he is, 
he probably I'm doesn't just, live there I disagree anymore. with Musk on this one, but keep going. Okay, no, sorry. Well, what? It was just this guy kept saying all these snarky comments and just the beauty of Elon is he just looked at him incredulous and he was like, no, actually, I don't think anything you're saying makes sense. Like he just, he's like, no. What was the what was the context? Or what the guy the said that uh, humans are smarter than computers, and mm. Musk like very quickly like quipped back. He's like uh, not even close. Yeah, I disagree with that. I think humans because a computer oh, cannot create uh, the Mona Lisa, or mm -hmm. a computer cannot write Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, or you know uh, Romeo and well, Juliet. Computer humans are so much more creative, and therefore smarter than computers computers well, can think, calculate or do what we tell them to do what we program well, i think i think a computer could could write romeo and juliet but it would come with another seven trillion stories that aren't as good like, like you know what i mean monkeys at a billion typewriters yeah exactly no and yeah <laughs> absolutely the computing power and there's a finite number of words and yeah so eventually it could but that's I mean, isn't not, that that yeah. is it is the quintessential uh question right i mean and and we're really blurring the lines you can look back in the earlier for instance this podcast episode where we talk about uh artificial intelligence robotics and supercomputers yeah. for more on this subject please watch that it's it's one <laughs> yeah. of our lowest rated <laughs> one of our lowest rated ones <laughs> somebody needs to watch that episode. please sake. go right now <laughs> we'll wait for you. We're going to take a hour pause in this podcast. Go watch that one, and then you can come back. Um, but no, I mean, the, the whole thing with it where, and I, I, I get you, Tom. I mean, look, if I didn't agree with you, then it's like, man, that would, that would be very depressing. I have to agree with you because otherwise it's just sad, right? I mean, if, if we're just the net result of our computational power right um, but he, i mean the point is he like humiliated this guy and kind of mocked mm. him on stage in oh, front wow. of a live audience and i don't think he was even right i mean mm. you know, I don't know. But, it, but, it, but i like the fact that it's not so much about that it, the, the guy was pontificating and kind of talking down to him a little and not even using his native language i mean he was speaking english Right, He's so Chinese guy. So I mean, there's a bit of oh yeah, things were lost in translation. I get all that, yeah. but but and 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 I just appreciated that. I appreciate a guy that it doesn't doesn't filter himself, and Elon definitely. Well, yeah, that's true. You know, I mean, that's kind of what we are. We 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 may dance around something if we feel like it's going to go down a dark place, and we don't want to offend people, but. But as far as our beliefs, we're pretty unfiltered, you know? We, we, we say what we want, and if people don't like it, you know, they're not going to listen. And that's probably why we, you know, not a super show yet. But, I, you know, I just thought of something. I mean, I and again, well, no, I mean, it just, <laughs> I can't believe I didn't. When, when Tom was asking, like, why would, why would, are there nefarious reasons for Musk doing this, you know, trying to take over Twitter? Oh. The thing that's like right in front of our faces, Musk at his at his heart is a is a capitalist, right? He's a businessman. Um, he may just see immense potential because think about it. Right now, 
you know, Friends of Zeus podcast gets on every week and we down talk Twitter, you know, to all of our viewers that are watching. And there's other people out there, <laughs> like half the yeah, country. Like, one of us the, does. <laughs> half, <laughs> half the country uh, that could be using it isn't using it because it's like it's a it's a it's a cesspool. Right. Oh, yeah. And there's even people that are ideologically you know, more in line with the people that make the editorial decisions on Twitter. But it is it is just sort of like schoolyard crap too. You know what I mean? So it has a lot of distaste. So maybe he sees an opportunity that if he can like kind of like level the playing field, here's the rules, have it be transparent, blah, 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 that would bring back a lot of people. I mean, it was, it, you know, People are saying, well, the, the stock price was $80 a share back in 2020, blah, 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 blah. You know, so it, it has been free advertising when you think of it. If you got 80 million followers, yeah. and you post on there, hey, this is the new model of Tesla. You can't 80 million yeah. people that see you, it right away. You bypass away. all that stuff for free. You don't free. have to pay for a How about he just says, how about he just throws the chum in the water and says, hey, Tesla stock is a good buy right now. Well, 80 million he's people done that with the uh, Bitcoin and but he can get in trouble if he's the that's what got him in trouble with the SEC. He did well, get but, in but, trouble, but my point being maybe that's a bad bad, yeah, you can't bad do example. That. But <laughs> yeah but but there is something to, to say for being being able to like throw the chum in the water and see what sharks come for it. It's an 80 million people if you get one percent that's a you're gonna make some money off those. You know what I mean? So like well, nefarious, I don't we know. We should invite him on the show. We should. He may He's actually like 80 come on. million followers. Mike, so, when you go when you go for coffee later, will you talk to Joe? Because I know Joe had him on the show and they shared libations uh, of the variety. Yeah. yeah. I, think, I think Joe might be able to get us get us a talk. Well the thing is when the you get water the, cooler down when the you hall. get when you get the, when you get the 80 million people on your Twitter account. You got to start doing things like Friends of Zeus to get those last three or four people that you know <laughs> aren't aren't, aren't aren't on there. Um, I don't know. Right now, there's people, about 120. Well, here here's something. And like, again, uh, well, our, our co-host that has trouble logging in all the time. Yes, um, I'm sorry, Jack. He's going to listen to this. One thing that uh, you know that I am definitely not up on, uh, and I it, it's it's very strange to me, and I don't fully understand it. Is like influencer culture, you know, these people that make a living just by being online on Instagram and taking their yeah. pictures with, like, you know, here's the latest. Well, you know why uh, you don't get it? Hewlett Packard mouse I'm using, you know, whatever they get paid by HP. Um, I have a Coachella. Yeah, Coachella's going on or it's coming up or whatever. And there is a story about there's this like side festival going on by some clothing brand. And all it was, it was like a party where they set up all these like uh, photo, photo op things. So they had like an amusement park ride, some palm trees, some weird mirrors with roses, kind of in the middle of nowhere, just so these Instagram people could like, take a, a picture that looked good in front of it and there someone took a picture like back showing and it's just all these people with like their phones or like other people taking their pictures <laughs> and like there's nothing really going on there's no 
I mean, so if you see this picture on Instagram of like Kendall Jenner out there, it's like, oh man, she's having so much fun. But they're really, there's no there there. They're just taking pictures. Right. But what I'm saying wow. is, I think 80 million people that 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 Musk has, I don't think these people have anything near approaching that. I don't understand, but there's definitely, that is a value. I mean, having 80 million, being able to tweet and 80 million people see it, you know what I like? There's a dollar value you can put to that, and it's because not you don't know what he's going to say. Not, he's like the uh, Howard Stern a little bit. I mean, because nobody yeah. follows Bezos because Bezos doesn't challenge a Russian to a, a, a fighting a wrestling match. He's Tony Stark, right. and he's Tony freaking Stark. I'm telling you, he's Iron Man. I mean, just you don't watch the Marvel movies, but he is the the embodiment of that whole. I'm going to say what's on my mind. If you don't mm -hmm. like, turn away, but you're not going to turn away because you like it. You know what I mean? Um, I, think he's, I think he's great. I, I, he I, makes I, his own stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he's successful with everything he does. How can you not admire that? You know? The Tesla is going to change the world. It's going to change the world. These batteries that people are putting in their houses to, to like, save electricity... He's doing, he's doing good work. Um, I can't, I, I don't know how it's nefarious. I mean, yes. No, it may not be. I mean, I'm just I throwing that out it there is. for discussion. I don't know. Well, the other thing is, like, when Bezos took over the Washington Post, I don't remember the Washington Post and everyone having all these, you know, fits about having a billionaire take over a major, you know, <laughs> right. media good company. Point. but. Now, when it's Musk, it's it's some huge problem or whatever. And wasn't there a billionaires owning Twitter already? I mean, I guess so. Yeah, George. <laughs> here's here's the difference. Um, Elon Musk is like he's doing. He when he when we think about him taking over, we look forward to it. Yeah. When Bezos takes takes over something, and, and Elon doesn't have well, like a, we look forward to it. I think not a lot everybody of, looks forward to it. He's got 80 million view viewers. He's he, a lot of people do. And, but I know, but there's thing. half of the country that's uh, very upset about him taking over Twitter because they don't want to lose. Yeah, because they don't want to lose their 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 exclusion power. Um, but here's the thing: like As George you know, Costanza you, once pontificated, you, you got to have hand. <laughs> Remember that episode? Um, no, never mind. Yes. Um, he. Here's the difference. Bezos has a reputation of being a prick. And, and I don't know, have you, have, have you guys heard? I heard this one story about he had like his, his assistant. Uh, he, she went away for two weeks and then he took over a job. And then when she got back, she, he fired her. But which it was true, but he, he also gave her 52 weeks of pay and a substantial amount of stock in his businesses. His, and his argument was not, I don't want to say cruel, because he, like, she got another job. She was working for Tesla. It's not like she was going to go somewhere and not find work. Oh, this is Musk. Yeah, Musk. Oh, okay. And, but he gave her 52 weeks of pay, and you know, you, you're, oh, she asked for, they said that she asked for a raise, and he fired her. That part was untrue. He, he just, when she left, he found out that he could do that job along with everything else he was doing. This guy must work like 18 hours a day. But, um, mm. but he gave her that and a, and a 
buttload of stock. And like that even got squashed. He he came on and he was like, yeah, this part's true. Like, I like that he does that. He's like, yes, I did something that you may not like, but hear me out. Like, he's. Yeah, I don't think he's dishonest. I mean, because he's. I think he's quite genuine. Yeah. Yeah. He strikes me as being very genuine. And, and the thing, when people get on him with stuff, they're like, you know, oh, you know, he's not he's not going to be able to get us to Mars and the, the U.S. government should be doing this. And it's like, okay, well, then they, they haven't, you know, and he is. Right. And if well, he NASA's knows, not even government, right? NASA's... Uh, it is. Well, it's pseudo, uh, yeah. It's government, I think. Yeah, it's government. Um, but if, if Musk fails, he fails, right? It's not, I'm not, we're not paying taxes to, well, we are with Tesla. I mean, we do subsidize Tesla sales for sure, but that's not on... But that's with good reason. But I'm saying, but that's not on him. I mean, he's not forcing that. But anyway, yeah, I, I he he doesn't strike me as someone that he's too imperfect to be lying. If he if he's lying, then he's playing like five dimensional chess and coot, whatever he wins. Good on you, yeah. Um, Tom, did you ever check? Because we were talking about this earlier when we were talking no. about the episode. You never found out. Um, uh, no, the rumor no. is that he's Asperger's, which makes me just like him all the more that could be untrue but he does have that quirky quality that like he's a, it's definitely an odd bird well like, you can probably he, google it real quick he's the wealthiest guy Dude, in the world jamie i think a lot of people use asperger's as like if someone's eccentric i mean look human beings are very are this wide spectrum of people and look the guy owns a company that's trying to get people to Mars, the largest electric car company. He's trying to buy Twitter. He's a little eccentric, right? I mean, he's, he's, not, he's not making donuts down at the corner donut shop. You know, if the guy's did, got... They'd, the cool, they'd probably fly to you. <laughs> they'd probably fly to you. <laughs> donuts. Electric donuts. Electric, yeah, he's not selling hot dogs. Electric donut acid test. <laughs> you, have to, you have to be a little eccentric to even get to do what what he's doing, you know? Um, well, you gotta be, you know, I mean, it, for what it's worth, if he's got Asperger's, <laughs> he's got that idiot savant kind of thing going on where he can just think up shit that we we weren't even considering, you know? So why, why go to Mars? What, what would you do? Right? Because it's there. Why climb a mountain? Yeah. I know, it's... but what's, what's the, the plan, the long-term plan? I think he's trying to save humanity. I really do. <laughs> yeah. From like, if like, because he's because inevitably young. we will look. You listen to the last TED talk. He's not like a doomsday environmentalist that thinks that it's, the world's going to end. And yeah, but maybe years, that's like, because uh, he knows the way to Greta save it. Thunberg. But it's like manifest destiny. He wants to, you know, we we need to go somewhere. We, you know, we're we're on here. The world yeah, is gotten just smaller. That sort of thing, or is it? Well, it could also be that there's a ton. There's resources. There's it's the next big thing. I mean, if you're the richest person in the world, what's your challenge? Yeah. Like, does Mars on your golf the, game? Uh, or? There's certain metals we need for the batteries and that we're running out of. We can't make uh, enough Where, batteries. Yeah, I think it's nickel and um, something else. Does Mars? I don't know if Mars has. I, is he into the whole theory that you know our life, our humankind started on Mars? I'm not sure. Is I Musk into that? Yeah. I, I've never heard that. I don't know. I mean, what's I mean, the theory? That, be, that 
Well, we, I mean, we've talked about it, but where and men are from Mars and women are from Venus. No, that, that <laughs> our species began on Mars and that we escaped to Earth before Mars was decimated. Okay, like, and now we're going to go long, back. Long, now we're going to decimate mm -hmm. Earth and then go back to Mars. Not this, no, not that we decimated Mars, but that, you know, it had some event that wiped out its atmosphere and blah, 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 right. blah, blah. It could have just been like an asteroid hit or something. Something like that. I mean, there's a lot of scars, you know, on Mars. But, I mean, it definitely, there's many credible theories that Mars was an inhabitable Earth-like planet at some point, you know, mm -hmm. if, you know, in the distant, distant I think past. I'd, I'd heard that Venus was more... Venus is more like in the sweet spot of planets in terms of the oh I didn't at in terms of proximity it was Mars. to the sun, so Venus should be the one. Isn't that Venus have mostly the, like gas though? Like, isn't it more of a gaseous? <clears throat> I don't know. Sulfur is like so. super. Yeah, but it should be, and maybe it just hasn't. And maybe it needs a few billion more years, and it'll be there. Uh, it'll continue to develop and form as more and more. Uh, I think I think Mars I think Mars is the new mountain like why'd you climb the mountain because it's there why are we going west why are we discovering the new world you know all I think it's I think that's part of it I mean there's definitely I mean look at Branson probably more than Bezos I mean Branson is an adventure adventure thrill seeker type guy too it's you know, really funny that the one thing you need to get to Mars which is the rockets is the one thing that you can't have an electric rocket not at yeah not at the moment you're never <laughs> you going to get out of it plane you can have a, a, a ship it's not enough car. You need too many and too much energy too yeah because you need that combustion to push you i guess uh, well it's just the thing with you know rocket fuel it's it's a matter of weight and density to to what jewels of power that are coming out or whatever. So, you know, it's, it, it's, it's energy dense, you know, rocket fuel is like the weight of it, the room it takes up, the ratio between that and the mm. thrust you get out of it is enough to get you out of the gravitational, you isn't know, it, pool isn't of it, earth. Isn't it solid to a point? And then yeah. when it hits air, it turns liquid. Yeah. I'm not, totally into it but it's it's i think it's two different fuels two different components that are mixed together at the time of combustion solid rocket fuel and something else yeah um for all we know he's going to come up with a way to travel to space with an electric spaceship <laughs> i find it interesting that he hasn't gone you know i mean branson went up bezos went up in their little <laughs> I, I things. i'm, I'm but, surprised bezos but Musk that, hasn't. I mean, that was a big risk, you know. Mm -hmm. Well, he's he the funny. He the launched funny a Tesla into space. You remember that? Sorry. You remember I, was he launched... gonna, I was just going to say that. The, the, the funny thing about him is he, he sent one of his cars out into space, just, you know, maybe somebody will. And it, and it wasn't just any car, it was his personal roadster that he used to drive to work. It was That's hilarious. It was a oh, first generation. He sent Tesla. a car into space. I didn't know. He sent that. a car into space yeah. when they. Um, is it just like going like the space? Like it's Voyager. It's, it's just going. Yeah, it's just like Voyager. So he he it was it was when they first <laughs> tested. It was the first land on like Alpha Centauri or something. It was the like, first the practical first practical test of the Falcon Heavy, I believe. The Falcon Heavy, the rocket, which is basically 
I think three dragons kind of strapped together. So, and so he, he needed something for payload. And so he put his Tesla in there and they put a dummy in the driver's seat dressed in the SpaceX spacesuit and the convertible <laughs> lid is off of the thing. And it's all covered with cameras. And I think there's a website, you can still check it out. I think they lost track of it a while ago, but when it launched, they, you could see it like weeks later, it was like this guy in a spacesuit just flying <laughs> through space with earth in the background. So he had a choice of either putting it in the Smithsonian like next to like Fonzie's jacket and or launching into space. Chair, or just shooting it out in space. <laughs> but this is why people love him because the whole, th I think, and now I remember it, they needed, the rocket was designed to carry a payload. So they needed like some certain amount of payload in there from a weight stamp, you know, to balance right. the center of gravity and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So they were just going to load it with dead weight, you know? And he's like, no, man, use my Send car. my car into space. <laughs> yeah. Tesla. <laughs> I love that. He's a cool cat, man. But that's like, why people like him, man. I mean, that's, you know. Right now, like, if we had a list of people that I wanted to meet, he definitely, he, he's got to be number one. Got to be number one. What do you think he's going to do with the nano technology? Because this could go into, like, medicine. Well, um, so, well, Bill Gates has been doing that. He's been been putting it into the vaccines, the COVID-19 vaccines. So don't, don't. Really just, guy. Oh, <laughs> okay, you're editing this episode. <laughs> no, but I think, well, so when he was talking to Joe Rogan, I think he was talking about Neuralink, and that sounds fascinating. Neuralink, yeah. Neural, really I think that's what to, I'm trying to... Uh, yeah, he's trying to figure out a way where we can, like, read each, other mind, each other's minds, well, which I think is fascinating. This is, well, I don't know, I'm a little scared of this concept. So yeah, everybody would you, kind of be able to, to know what I'm thinking. It's more than that. It's basically being able to hook your brain directly into a supercomputer or the internet or what have you. So, and his his explanation of it is, like, if you look back at, like, uh, bald, bald speed, you know, the early computers were, like, 300 bald and then 1,200, 24, 56. Oh, like BBSs? Yeah. Like BBSs, right. So, you know. I can we, watch our BBS episode, by the way. That one needs some help as well. <laughs> You can watch the BVS episode. I hope this um, isn't like the trifecta of uh, nonsense. <laughs> so <laughs> maybe. So you know, if you look at like the 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 brain, if the brain is like a computer, right? So it can process X amount of information. So we can take in a certain amount through touch, through our eyes, smell, hearing, you know, what have you. So. His contention is that the brain is capable of much higher processing speeds and that it's limited by the, the, the meat, the meat interface that we have, yeah. right? And that if you could just wire your brain directly into a computer, that it would be able to process. It would enhance your more. brain? 
Yes. Well, no, no. It's not that it would enhance your brain. It's that it would the 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 bald speed, right? The internet connection <laughs> speed would be up to what speed. your brain can handle. I'm sure this is exactly how Elon explains. He, it. No, he did. This is exactly how he explained hey, it. Guys, it was like, like you know about bald speed. Mike has used Mike has used the term bald like three times, <laughs> and that you know what? In the last 20, 20 years. No That's one does. Three times I've heard it, it from Bod. <laughs> it's like connection, the connection speed, right? So basically, his contention is is that the brain's very powerful, but our interface it throttles that down. It it, it starts. Like yeah. Like but my contention is, I think our our slow speed, as it is, you know, when you compare it to say a supercomputer, protects our brain. I, I think we could fry ourselves if we. I mean, if we have if we have that capability, and and you plug yourself into that, I, you but know. what's the what's the purpose though? I mean, just to calculate. Why do we need to? We well, have so, computers I mean, that can calculate things. I, I don't why know. Why do we need to be connected? I I, I don't thing. know. I think I don't know. I think it kind of goes with something that Rogan talked about one time, where like we're taking in information, like. Actually, the dangerous thing might be taking in the, the information at the speed that it's coming at us, but not having the processing skills to to absorb it all. Right. So, like they yeah. say that you only they, you only hear like one out of every seven words. Right. That's nonsense, but but I but the logic is, can be followed. Um, and Rogan has often talked about like our little pea brains. The reason we're going like cuckoo crazy over these last couple of decades is because we're just not meant to take in information at the pace that we yeah. have. Well, even if you and, use it, you use it as storage, you don't even want that, I don't think, because you don't no, want to store don't. every single thing that you hear right. because a lot of it's going to be garbage or misinformation. So here's the thing. Maybe, maybe this Neuralink is the thing that makes us able to process more. I just figured it out. Uh-oh. Okay. So Musk is going to hook everyone up to the Neuralink, and then he's going to post on Twitter and tell everyone to go to Mars, and he's going to have the rockets waiting. He's going to ship everyone to Mars, and then he's going to have the whole planet here to himself. Oh. Sweet. Why would he stay here? I'd rather go to Mars. Because Mars, everyone's going to die there, dude. Who, who wants to go to Mars? Wait, so he's Look basically at it. just executing it. everybody? It's desolate. He's talking it up. He's short selling Mars. He's talking it up and then he's going to dump it. <laughs> yeah, Remember that old thing? And this is older technology, like 30 or 40 years ago, but they had a way where they could hook up your, they would hook you up to like um, these little sensors in your eyes and they could watch and then they would play a video on the screen and they could see what you were looking at. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Show a picture it's like of a, a woman. True, it's like a lie detector of sorts. Yeah. Like, and I, do you look at the woman's face, or do you look, you know, lower? So they could kind of see where your eyes are going and what catches your eye. It was mm -hmm. fascinating, and but that seems like to me that's what it would kind of head towards is um, uh, kind of measuring or uh, you know recording what your thoughts are or what you're thinking, so that advertisers could then. Uh, that seems to drive everything, uh, social media. Yeah, the, um, the advertisers. Here's my thing I'm all for Neuralink, but I'm not gonna be the first one to try it either. It's kind of like the it's kind of like the, the 
the COVID <laughs> vaccine. Yeah, you know, I'll take it. Yeah, sure. Sounds like it'll keep me safe, but I'm gonna wait till a million other people did it first. <laughs> let's all let's all get Neuralink. Hey, oh, I gotta go do something. If I'm not there, you guys go ahead and get started. I'll be right behind you. Yeah. I'll be there later this afternoon. But again, I don't think I don't yeah, think I'm gonna he's wait for the thirty six hundred like a... bowed version. <laughs> not the twenty four hundred bowed. Yeah, I'm I gonna got... I'm gonna pass on the BBS version of it. Yeah, go right. right the... Every morning you wake up and you just hear in your brain it's like <laughs> so I don't think there's anything that he's he's trying to do that's insidious um and if I he guess, is then whatever it can't get any us. worse right yeah. if he is then he got us because i'm on board i'm on board with it being done but like i said i'm too old to have a Neuralink. <laughs> But even the things that he's done for capitalistic, for money-making endeavors, they've been beneficial to to mankind. Like the yeah. Tesla. I mean, what's wrong with that? The Tesla's massive. It literally, if all he did was the Tesla, changed the world for the better. Like, absolutely. He proved it could be done effectively. And well, this, here, is, this here, here. is just the beginning. This is... This is a big, the Teslas are babies in this technology. Here's the crush. Yeah, sorry. You know what I mean? It's the, the Tesla is just a baby in this technology. It, it's going to only get better. Next thing you know, we're going to have flying cars with this. You know? He, he does, um, I mean, the whole thing with electric, like he wants to do like the big rigs, which is great. I mean, you want to talk about. I mean, I'm not, I'm not like a super climate alarmist or anything, but if you want to like reduce emissions, look at the freight, you know, over, over the road truck market, if you can get that. But anyway, the thing that Musk did at the beginning with Tesla, which no one else did, was he made electric cars sexy. And that is why the original Roadsters, which I don't know if you guys have ever seen one or been in one, they're tiny. They're like the size of a Mazda Miata, two-seater, um, convertible, almost like a Honda Del Sol, not full convertible. They still got Del Sol. They still had the back window. Yeah. Um, but before that, if you look like at the GM, the EV1 and the EV2 that GM was coming out with, and you look at like the Honda, can't remember, the Insight, I think, they, they were like jelly bean cars. Like they looked like, you know, yeah. they, they looked like uh lame like nerdy mobiles and he he was like look if and he actually said this one time i'm paraphrasing but he was like if electric cars are gonna succeed they need to be sexy and he did it and it i mean the rest is history after that and that is a sweet looking car the original road the symbol's even cool looking you know what i mean even cool looking so he's a marketing guy he's a brand guy you know i mean he's a personality he is his company. Uh, you can't separate the two. One no. thing that I thought about with Twitter, which is a thing that makes it very fraught, and again, this is a theme we've we've touched on before, but you know, back in the ancient times, you know, you would say like in Baltimore, you know, there, I think there are like three or four newspapers. Ancient Baltimore. Ancient, yeah, ancient Baltimore. Yeah. 
150 years ago, there was like three or four newspapers, major newspapers, you know, that had a huge circulation. I mean, you know, everyone in the city was was buying them. And then now you have one newspaper in Baltimore. But anyway, Twitter tries to be everything to everyone. Part of the reason why there's so much conflict is we're not meant as human beings where everyone's on the same page about everything all the time. No, no, and that's anti-evolution. It's anti and, and our society, like our recent modern society in, in the last 20 years has really shrunk the world down. And, and you know, it, the, the gun debate, again, we've talked about this before. People that are in Manhattan are like, I don't see why any reason anyone needs to have a gun. And people in like Montana are like, how could you not have a gun? Like I have, you know, there's bears out here, whatever they have out in Montana. I don't know. I've never been out there. My point is you can't just have the same thing. Sasquatch. Sasquatch, right? Yeah. Bigfoot, you know, you got to, but I'm just saying you can't have the same thing for everyone. But Twitter is, it, it is the square peg round hole. It's trying to make this uh, one thing fit everywhere. And it just, it's, it's doomed from the get. It's going to be a, a shit show. Well, why it did it always is. work for like the nightly news, the nationwide broadcast of like Dan Rather? Because well, they eliminated. Tom Brokaw. Well, they, they eliminated yeah. conflicting views. They just picked a side and allowed that to be the major source of their information. Well, I think also the nightly news, and again, I. I know I'm a nerd in this, but I, I was reading newspapers back when I was like seven or eight years old. Nerd. And I know. And um, <laughs> I remember this stuff very specifically. So the nightly news that would come on, say in like 1980, 1979, yeah. it was like cliff notes. It was, and people took it as that. Yeah. It was, I read about the story in the morning newspaper, and then there's going to be more tonight. And, and newspapers like the Baltimore Sun had a morning and evening edition because the right. evening edition would update stories from the morning edition. So people would watch the nightly news. Mainly what the, what the news, TV news brought was video. So yeah. you'd read it in the paper. You'd see a, hear. a yeah. one photo. But on the nightly news, you would hear the sounds. You would see the video. You would get some context. And it was, it was, the, it was the cliff notes. Cliff notes, by the way, people are short, short retellings <laughs> of longer stories. Here's an interesting th a thing I just thought about, too, is we've gone from, it used to be, and this was annoying when this was happen happening, but do you remember there was a time where it was like, it was like, something in your house could kill your child. More at 11. Yes. And now we're just like, and now we're just like, the world is falling apart. That was no, that was the original clickbait. Yeah. <laughs> to get you to tune in. And then even when you turn it on at eleven o'clock, they don't do that story until like eleven twenty-nine. But now and but it, now it's, it's like everything's falling apart. Here's why immediately. Like you just walk into the news and it's like <laughs> and it's it's incessant now. It's all the time. Killing babies. <laughs> You can't get away from it, man. I mean, again, this is, this is, man, we're now we're going off on a tangent. But I mean, TV stations would go off the air at midnight, man. Like, they'd go to static, <laughs> right? Because it yeah. was like, go to bed, go live your life, man. Go yeah, do you used something to hear else. the Star Spangled Banner and, yeah, F 16 flying around. 
I'm just saying the eagle. The F-16. You know, whatever. I'm, I'm just saying people were had other things to do. And now it's like people look at their I remember phones. waiting for the TV to come on in the morning. Yes. Ever get I up do. like real yeah. so early, you like turn it on and it's not on yet. You're like, and 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 if we're really going on a tangent, but how about Saturday morning used to be the best yes. time in the world? Yes, Spider-Man and his amazing friends, uh, Team Turbo, like just uh, like prof superstars. Like, dude, yeah. I told my daughter the other day. I told my daughter. I told my daughter the other day. I was like, and I always do this. I'm such an old man, but I was like, hun, when I was a kid. Cartoons were only on Saturday morning. That was it. If you wanted to watch a cartoon on Wednesday, you were fucked. I didn't tell her that, but I said, you know, you couldn't watch a cartoon. I remember on a the Wednesday. Day my when they put Scooby Doo on like after school, like every day, and my brother yeah. told me. I remember my reaction. I was like, "What? It's gonna be on every day? No way. That's not gonna. That's impossible, man. That's so funny. That's so funny." Well, I don't know, guys. Have we have we uh have we done our our well, Elon love fest? I think yet? I think Elon. I, I think I, I, my prediction is he's going to he he's going to win out on this one. I, if he, if he wants, I don't see how they can stop it without. If he really wants it, I mean, he I don't could, see how they can even stop if him. he pays a lot more than he wanted to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Listen. He, whatever he offered, let's call it eighty billion. Forty-three billion dollars. He was lowballing. He's got another forty-three billion. I, fine with paying for it. But he's not—he's not liquid, man. These guys aren't Bezos. These guys don't just have it sitting in a bank account. I mean, yeah, but but I trust that this guy can make it happen. I trust that he he can listen. How many? How much money does he have? I think he probably he, does actually have forty-three billion in his wallet. I mean, I've heard I've heard where he, you know, a scenario where they do this poison pill thing and they're able to reject it, and then he takes his nine percent, says, "Okay, screw you guys, I'm out." He sells and basically call it rounded up ten percent mm-hmm. of the company. Stock crashes. He swoops yeah. in two weeks later, buys up even more, and then does yeah. it again. I mean, I they're not going to be able to beat him. The only the only way they can is if they can bring in some buyers group or some other person. To counter his offer he had to have thought of that i mean he's so smart I he's smart no, he he's already he wasn't anticipating the poison pill no he he was anticipating that he knows exactly he he's playing out the thread he's kind of again uh i'll lean to my earlier term he's kind of badass he is he kind of badass everybody so we uh, i'm not sure but you, you guys think he's going to end up with it at the end of the yeah. day he's going to yeah he's going to end up my with prediction. it at the end of the day my prediction is actually more along Mike's lines. He says, "Fine, lets it tank." He, you know what? He doesn't even have to leave to let it tank. He could just say he's thinking about leaving, and that might be enough. You know well, what I mean? That's when you start getting into the SEC stuff, though, you can't. If you're a, if you're a, a major stockholder, you you know you, you're not allowed to manipulate the stock, and you can say that and let it tank. But then when you jump in and buy more shares. Then becomes, that could be manipulation. And that I'm sure he's thought of. Yeah, he's yeah. well, he's done that with uh, Bitcoin. So I mean he's like, Dogecoin. He's, like yeah. he's like a go Like he's just a guy that fucking 
we're going to we're when we're old and gray well okay when we're older and grayer <laughs> um he will be steep, man. To look back and go we were there i really feel like he's got good again you know he's a businessman so yeah there's some shady shit i, I don't think anybody gets to this level in the world without stepping on a few heads but i think he's probably stepped on less you know Don't target audience the old and the gray basically yeah, the gandalfs of the world <laughs> except that elon is 50 and he's not old or, or is he 50 did we have our uh did we get our 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 people to figure out how old he is i did i did i i i went i actually i, I asked rogan's guys I, he's 50 I, like yeah he's, he's 50. only 50 well i know he's older than oh, you wait. no we're fit wait okay. we're 50 all right. He's our target our target audience. Wow, he's right in here. No yeah, dude, he we gotta so really young. get him on. I think no we can wonder. get him on. Just based but on you're age. a lot younger than he is, Mike. Yeah. I don't know. If he's 50, he'd have to Yeah, I don't know. He's as you, old, as you like to say. Yeah, I, I may be a lot younger. <laughs> All right, years. guys. Well, um I think we've been on long enough. He probably dyes his hair. <laughs> of course he does. He's got some Come nano. on, let's get no, real. Exactly, He's got exactly nano hair. Little nano bites with little spray paint, and they just they are just constantly coloring it for him. Yeah, because he doesn't want to get it on his scalp and color his scalp. He's he's brilliant. Remember, that. but I would say it's safe to say we're not fanboys of him. But oh, I I'd have a I'd have a beer with him. I'd absolutely I'd have a beer with him if he, you know what if he looked like Henry Cavill I'd fucking marry him. And that is our show. That's our show. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. I think we've been on long enough. Yes. It's about time we wrap things up. Let's wrap it up. All right. See you later, everybody. And look for us next week.